It's that moment of truth when you know you're being pushed, but you know that you have to be real with yourself and say what your work ethic is and how much you can put on your plate at one time. Hey fam, welcome to the Black Girl Fit Files, a podcast dedicated to overall health, self-improvement, and creating the life you deserve to live. I'm Delijah, founder of Black Girls Pole, ice cream sandwich lover, and obsessive life giver. Join me and frequent guests, which include a roster of dope black women, as we talk about various topics from entrepreneurship to self-love and a little bit of everything in between. Turn up your volume, y'all, and let's get to it. Happy Thursday, fam. What it do, y'all? What it do? I'm back and I'm black and it's the Black Girl Fit Files podcast. Shout out to everybody that has either subscribed to the podcast or written a review for the podcast. It really means a lot. I just want you to know that. And thank y'all for just like sharing the podcast, like for real, for real. Fam, do you want to know the number one question that I get asked when it comes to pole dancing? I'll tell you. What kind of poll do you recommend? My go-to answer is always X-Poll, and that's why I'm so excited to have them as a sponsor for today's show. X-Poll is the leading manufacturer of pole and aerial-based equipment and more in this industry. From poles to lira to aerial rigs and tutorials, X-Poll has everything you need for your movement journey. One of the things that I actually love the most about X-Poll is their portability. While using high-quality materials like stainless steel, chrome, silicone, and more, X-Poll products are easy to set up and take down. Pressure-mounted poles require no screwing or drilling at all, and it makes for a great option in your apartment and for temporary locations. The best part is if your ceilings are too high, or maybe you like to take your pole dancing journey somewhere else, like outside at the park, I don't know, their X stages are the perfect option. The pole that I absolutely love and recommend is the powder-coated 45-millimeter X-Pole, and I've been using it for years. These are my go-to options when it comes to pole dancing equipment and also education. Okay, so you know I can't talk about Expo without mentioning how supportive they are to this industry. They're helping to usher in the next era of technology that lifts and raises the profile of pole and the aerial art, whether that be through podcasts like this, VR, augmented reality, innovative equipment, or other platforms, Expo is it. So y'all know I have a code for you, and as a follower of the Black Girl Fit Files, Expo is giving 10% off of pole and aerial equipment and products at expoles.com. All you have to do is use the code FITFILES at your checkout. Be sure to head over to expoles.com, check out their products. You will not be disappointed. I love me some Expo. Shout out to y'all, and let's get back to the show. Okay, so... Solo episode today because I told you guys that I was going to talk about this last week in case you missed it, but I wanted to just talk about this. But before I even talk about this, I have to update you. Okay. The episode that I did with Barian, oh God, it was like February or March. It was like the either the end of February or the beginning of March. I do not remember. It was all about menstrual cycles. We took a deep dive into menstrual cycles. We talked about birth control. We talked about hormones. We talked about food, all of the things that we as women go through, right? So mid-conversation, we start talking about IUDs and it was like a light bulb that went off in my brain when she said, if you're not feeling like yourself or things feel different or things feel off, check your birth control. Y'all, 
I got my IUD last May. Moment of truth here. I'm like being, I'm just, I'm giving it to you all this week. Okay. I got my IUD last May. My sleep has been off. I have, I'm not joking you, gained 12 pounds. I have like a chin strap of acne. Since I got that IUD in, I've had two cysts, each of them the size of like a grapefruit. My fibroids did not shrink, which is what the doctor said would happen, but they're still very, very present and still very, very much there. And I've just been exhausted on like next level exhaustion, right? So I stopped in the middle of the podcast and I was like, oh, wait, what? Hold up, hold up. You mean to tell me, okay, let's like, let's talk about this. So we talked about the IUD and I was like, oh no, I got to take this shit out. So I called my doctor the next day and I told my doctor that I wanted to take the IUD out. And you know, she had a like attitude with me when I went in and got it taken out. I told her what my symptoms were and she said, well, all of those things are not because of the IUD. Girl, girl. It's a hormonal IUD. So you're telling me that the hormones that from the IUD that are flowing through my uterus are not the same hormones <laughs> that are flowing through the rest of my body because my uterus and the rest of me and my blood and my uterus and the blood and the rest of my body are two totally different things. Oh, okay. So needless to say, she was not happy about having to take this out. And she actually tried to put me on other forms of birth control And I really had to advocate for myself and tell her, no, thank you. She did not ask to do a follow-up. She did not tell me the symptoms I might experience. She did not say that I might have bleeding or, or spotting or any of that. She legit just removed it and walked out of the room. So y'all know that I'm switching doctors, obviously, right? Because this just was not a pleasant experience. And I kept having to tell myself when I was in there, like, Delajah, you are a grown woman. And this woman is talking to you like you are a teenager. And she's not believing you when you are telling her how you've been feeling and what has been going on with your body since having the IUD put in. I'm like getting heated all over again. I can feel it. And it just sucks because we already know how doctors do not believe black women, whether it be pregnancy, whether it be childbirth, whether it be something like birth control. But damn, like I I really had to like go hard in the paint and advocate for myself after having a baby as well. It just the healthcare system, it just keeps it it just I I I don't even have the words for it. So anyway, guys, that was in March. I got the IUD taken out and I have to say that I do feel better. I've actually been sleeping better and my chin strap of acne is gone and I lost a little bit of weight. Your girl's getting ready for hot girl summer. I know, I know. So I say all this to say, if you feel like something is off, Check your food, check the hormones, check the IUD, check check all of those things and really consult with your doctor now. Hopefully y'all won't have an experience like I did, but let, let's like do some inner work and check to see what is going on because these hormones are just coursing through your body and we really just don't know. It almost like took me back to when I was pregnant with IV and I was having abdominal pain my first trimester. I told my doctor multiple times and she brushed me off multiple times. And then when I ended up changing doctors, she found four fibroids sitting in my uterus. And had I not spoken up and switched doctors and really like stuck up for myself, 
I probably wouldn't have known. Once I switched doctors, they were able to monitor everything and make me feel comfortable. And it really helped me have a, a better pregnancy and an even better birthing experience. And I know that that's not the case for a lot of women, especially a lot of black women. So I'm. if y'all don't take anything from this episode today, I need you to hear this. Stand up for yourself when you are speaking to healthcare providers because you know your body and you know your gut and your intuition is probably right 99.9999% of the time. If something feels off, follow through, be thorough, and keep speaking up for yourself until you get somebody's attention. Keep speaking up for yourself. So aside from the IUD, I gotta be honest with y'all, I have not been feeling like my motivated CEO Delijah self. Usually I am very excited to work on Black Girls Poll. I'm very excited to work on other projects, but it has been rough for me to find the thrill and excitement in things. And I'm I'm in a funk. I'm in a funk. And it's not because of the IUD, because I got the IUD taken out back in March. It is May. I am in a funk and I told my assistant that I am experiencing burnout and I know that I push myself to the point of no return and I like crash and burn. So I just wanted to, to chat y'all today about this. And the biggest thing that was really just exhausting me was social media. Y'all know I love a good Instagram. Y'all know I love a good TikTok. But everything on it was starting to make me feel really crappy about myself. And it was really making me not want to see other people on social media and not want to see what people were doing. I didn't want to watch pole dancers. I didn't want to watch anything about cooking. I didn't want to watch people traveling. I didn't want to watch people's kids. I didn't want to watch any of it because it was just exhausting and just taking in so much information day after day. You know, we spend so much time on our phones now. I had to take a break. So I haven't been on Instagram. I haven't really posted anything. I did post for Mother's Day. Shout out to Mother's Day and all the moms out there. But I, I posted for Mother's Day. But besides that, I hadn't really posted in like over a month. And to be honest, I, I think this is what my brain needed. I think this is what my soul needed was to just step away because everyone's life just looks so perfect on social media. Everybody has the perfect vacation, they have the perfect boo, they have the perfect family, they have the perfect kids, they have the perfect job, they, they're pole dancing perfectly, they have the perfect bodies, everything is just perfect. And I was like, this ain't it, this just ain't it. So in this last month, I've really been trying to figure out what is healthy for me as far as social media, as far as working, as far as even parenting, being a partner, and and my patterns that I'm I'm finding out about myself is that I'll go really, really hard for two straight months and then not want to open up my computer for like two weeks. November, December, January, February, and a little bit of March were probably the hardest months that I've experienced in a while. I launched Black Girls Poll Connect, the membership, and preparing for retreats, and then announcing that my business partner, Sammy, and I are opening up a space. And I've been pulled in so many different directions, and it's been hard for me to show up 100% in each of these spaces. 
you know, throw in wanting to to give yourself a little self-preservation and a little self-care and a little bit of rest. And I was whittled down to to not a lot. <laughs> Luckily, my skincare routine is on point and my water drinking is on point. So things still, I still looked I, you know, I looked I. Even though every time my mom gets on FaceTime with me, she, the thing she always says to me was, you look tired. And I'm like, thank you, mommy. I love you so much, but yeah, no shit. We're working on it, guys. We are working on it. I love my mama, but she knows when to say the wrong thing at the right time. <laughs> so after the New Orleans retreat, I came home. That was uh, February into March. I came home. I canceled everything that I had scheduled for the week. And I'm learning so much about myself and realizing that after retreats for Black Girls Pole, it takes me about like four days to recover because not only am I just available to 30 plus people for seven days physically, but I'm also emotionally available to people and also still trying to be emotionally available to my family and to my friends and to my business and and to the Black Girls Pull team. And I realized that I wasn't physically tired. I was just emotionally drained because the retreats are only getting bigger. This is such a growth season and I'm working on, you know, putting stronger systems in place to be able to recover. So I sat down March, April, and I set aside some time to write down places that I could improve to be a smarter CEO, to, to not wear myself out to the point of exhaustion. I realized that I have 3.5 great days a week to put 110% into Black Girls Poll. 3.5, that's, that's what I have. The other days I have to delegate to the team and the other days I have to put into building Sada with Sammy. I have to put into being a partner. I have to put into, I mean, mothering is, it's it's every day, nonstop, 365 days. It's actually like 465 days because it's just, it's a lot. But I had to really be honest with myself. And it's that moment of truth when you know you're being pushed, but you know that you have to be real with yourself and say what your work ethic is and how much you can put on your plate at one time. And I had that moment and it, it felt a little bit better. Then then in March is when I also started being like, God, I hate social media. So thank God we have a social media person now for Black Girls Poll. Thank God that she is on it. Shout out to Piggy because you are on it. Yes, guys, that is her nickname. It's Piggy. <laughs> But I just got to shout you out because you are on it so hard and I I appreciate you more than you know. Y'all, just, just having a team and having systems in place really, really does play a part in your well-being because you realize that you cannot do it all and it's not healthy if you try to do it all. So social media. Y'all know that I love social media just as much as the next person, but man, oh man, when you feel every time you open the app and you actually feel worse about yourself while you're scrolling, it's time, friend. It is time for the break. These are the breaks. You need to take a break from social media because, yo, yo, it will have your mental health messed up out here. I feel so much better not actually being on it as much. And I'm way more productive. I choose to go on at certain times. And I'm just working on my discipline to not 
be on there so much and not be available so much because you know how we build these relationships with people on social media. And a lot of people think that these are like real, real, real relationships. And it's like, yo, this is an app. You know, a lot of great relationships have been cultivated through social media, but I I felt like I was letting people down because I wasn't replying fast enough to them in my, in my personal DMs. And I wasn't talking to people. And if someone would send me something, I wouldn't see it for like six days. And then I finally just told myself like, you need a break and you don't have to explain to people that you're taking a break because folks also love being like, I'm taking a break from social media. I'll see you in a month. You don't really need to announce it because people, you don't really owe that to people. I'm coming back next week. I am going to come back next week, but I'm also just going to start posting the things that I like to post and the things that I want to post and the things that make me happy. And I don't want to try so hard to have to edit the things and then have to like refilm it 10 times because it isn't living up to social media standards. Oh my God, the shit is exhausting. And then I was getting so upset with pole dancing because all I've been seeing is one copycat to another, to another. This person copied this person who didn't even realize that they copied, the person that they copied actually copied somebody else who copied somebody else. So where is the authenticity in movement anymore? Where is the authenticity in coming up with your own stuff? Where is that authenticity of just moving for yourself and not moving for the gram and not moving for the likes and not doing things that take doing things that take you outside of your character just to do it for likes. So so I also had to take a step back and just not watch pole dancers. Y'all know I love pole dancers. I built a career around around it. But my god, it was becoming the most. Speaking of pole dancing, I dropped the guilt of not being able to train and put in the effort that I used to be able to put in towards my pole dancing craft. I cannot train three, four days a week and build Black Girls Pole and build Sada and be somebody's mama and do my self-care and, and, and. I, I dropped the guilt because I know right now is not the season for me to be training. I also had to tell myself to stop apologizing for not being able to train, for not being able to take the classes and for not being able to perform because I've missed a lot of performance opportunities, but right now it's just not the time for me. It's not my season. And the more that I realize that it's not my season for this, the more the guilt of not being able to do it melted away from me. I have no guilt right now that I don't pole dance. (laughs) I have no guilt about it. Does it... I won't even say does it suck because no, I can't train the way that I used to and build a business the way that I want to. I feel like I'm jumping all over with this this episode, but I wanted to just share with you guys that my burnout was real and that sometimes as an entrepreneur, you don't have someone to tell you that you get two weeks off, <laughs> that you get two weeks vacation. You don't have someone to remind you that, you know, it's it's time to close the computer and it's time to stop. So putting these systems in place and creating office hours for myself and knowing my, my limit of how long I can sit at the desk and, and do this work for certain things and then being able to switch 
and do other things has been really helpful for me. And I hope that this resonates with somebody today. If you are experiencing burnout, maybe take a step back and reevaluate what is going on in your life right, right now so that you can start to shift and that you can start to build better habits for yourself. Last thing, (laughs) I talked about my skincare being on point, but I'm taking time now, one day a week, I find time to do something for myself that I really enjoy doing. And I will even go as far to say at least once a day, I have a serious me time. And my me time is right, well, no, it actually starts in the shower. First of all, I'm I'm on my workout regime so hard because hot girl summer, y'all better look out. I'm about to be looking fly up in these streets, right? And on these beaches. But after I go work out, because I'm putting me first, after I go work out, I got eucalyptus leaves and I hung them over our shower head. So the shower be smelling all kinds of good. And then I'm back to my body butters and back to my scrubs and back to my facials and my steamers and doing the things that I love to do. So that is daily that I incorporate this spa-like experience in my bathroom. I lock the door. The dog ain't coming in. The baby ain't coming in. Ain't nobody coming in because this is my special time. And it really does take me about like 35 to 40 minutes. Yes, I know. I know. It takes me about 35 to 40 minutes in the bathroom. And then I got these bath. It's like a bath ball of moisture by Kate McLeod. I don't even remember how to spell it. It's it's like $40 for one of these like moisture bars. But my God, my skin is living its life like it is golden. And yo, my skin is popping, y'all. So I do that. Then I have my like after shower yogurt jelly something that I put on from the body shop. Also, I don't use towels. Do you guys use towels when you get out of the shower? I really don't like towels because you seal in the moisture. It feels so great. I just be sopping wet. I do like pat down the areas, but I let the moisture just be present so that I can just seal it all in with the cocoa butters, the shea butters, the oils, the the moisturizing (laughs) bar that I have, the yogurt jelly thingy from the body shop, and then my like 10-step skincare routine in the mornings is on point. Don't forget your sunblock in the morning, y'all, because yes, black don't crack, but it does age. So those are things that I've started to incorporate in my life to help me have a little more ease and to help me stop with the burnout. I went on vacation at the beginning of the month. It was much, much, much needed. I came back feeling rejuvenated. I just unpacked my suitcase today. Does anybody do that? Like you'll go on vacation and the suitcase will sit there for like two weeks. Yeah, that is me. I am I am that person. I finally unpacked it because I have to repack it to go somewhere else. But I, I'm glad that I took this time to take a step back and know that the burnout was real and to know when to pause, like hit pause for my mental health. I'm actually going to start back to therapy again. It's so funny. I have a pattern of this. I'm realizing this now. I have a pattern. I always go back to therapy in either April or May, and then I'll do it for like five months and then I'll shut it down. And then I come back and my therapist, she just greets me with open arms like I never went away. And then we just pick back up and she's like, you know, I'm I'm not going to push it, but I'm here for you. And I appreciate her. I appreciate her so much. Shout out to my therapist. 
That's about all that I had for y'all today. It was all over the place, but I had to get some points made and I had to tell y'all how much I was hating social media and how much I was feeling burnt out. I do really hope that you can take something from this episode somewhere that I said something. I don't know, (laughs) but (laughs) that's all I got for y'all. I hope that y'all have an amazing rest of the week. And until next time, be courageous, be sexy, be strong. I'll holler at y'all later. Bye. Fam, I am dying to know, have you joined Black Girls Poll Connect yet? Question mark, question mark. Okay, guys, for years, I've listened to this community say that they wanted more opportunities to connect with other BGPers outside of retreats and events. And now we've finally created a space just for us, no matter where you are located. And you guys, we have packed this platform full of content from monthly webinars with BGP favorites and experts beyond the industry to virtual community meetups, discounts from the Connect BGP partners, Spotify playlists, first access to all the retreats, private Facebook group, blogs, and so much more. Head over to blackgirlspoll.com, click BGP Connect in our navigation to sign up right now. There are monthly and yearly plans available. How's that sound? Maybe. Yes, you're signing up. You're going over. Okay. Okay, cool.